Welcome to the Flashcast series by Full Spectrum Education. Welcome to the show. On the next two episodes, we've got Kate Steele from the Full Spectrum Education team, who will be taking us through Essential English. Today, Kate's going to give an overview of the subject and provide some tips to succeed. Hello, my name's Kate. Uh, I have a PhD in English Literature and Creative Writing. And my teaching subjects are predominantly English, English Extension, Humanities, and help with uh, assessments for science and geography that require essays. Today I'm going to talk about specifically about essential English in Queensland and give an overview of that and the obstacles that are faced and the way that students can help get themselves over the line with assessments. So essential English is geared toward using English in everyday situations. It comprises of 100% internal assessment and has a weighting of four QCE points. However, you can only use one of these points uh, towards an ATAR when you've combined it with four general subjects, so that's worth keeping in mind if you're trying to get an ATAR score. Each unit has round about a notional time of 55 hours teaching and learning, and there are formative assessments in units one and two, uh, which help provide feedback to students and get them on track to doing well in their uh, summative assessments, which will be completed in units three and four. So units one and two also have to be completed uh, before the student can go on to units three and four. A quick rundown of the units. In unit one, students explore meaning and how it's communicated in contemporary texts developed for and used in a work context. So thinking of things like emails, blogs, uh, that kind of thing, uh, even occupational health and safety documents, all of that will be covered by students in unit one to give, give them an understanding of communicating at that level. In Unit 2, students begin to explore individual or collective experiences and perspectives of the world through text. In Unit 3, students will explore community, local and global issues and ideas presented through a range of texts that invite the audience to take up a position. This builds on Unit 1 and 2 so that students can apply their understanding of how perspectives, ideas, attitudes and values are represented in texts to influence audiences to take a particular position about a subject. Unit 4 students explore how the generic structures, language features and contemporary popular texts shape meaning. They'll revisit and build on learning from Units 1, 2 and 3 about how the relationship between context, purpose and audience creates meaning and then independently apply their comprehension strategies when engaging with the text. So the best way to take notes and study for essential English uh, vary because also the assessments vary for this subject. Uh, I believe that adjusting to the assessment and ensuring that you understand what is required is the best way to ensure success. Take note of the key words in your assignment task. Ask questions to establish what your teacher wants. Make sure you do your best on your first draft as the feedback from your teacher will definitely help you gain a better mark. Read all of the supporting material provided by your teacher and annotate foundation texts so that you have quotes available when you need them. Extra resources that I would recommend for this subject include the syllabus information on the Queensland Curriculum and Assessment Authority website, which is a QCAA. It's actually quite easy to step through that website and download documents that explain all of the units in detail and explain all of the assessments attached to the units. Take an interest in the subject and read widely Look at example assessments from past years. This, this unit includes an oral presentation, which also gives students a chance to show off their public speaking skills. 
If students feel worried about speaking in public, there are a lot of online resources to help. And of course, there's always family to practice on. So don't go into the classroom cold and just try to do your oral presentation without actually speaking it beforehand. And if you're struggling, ask, ask somebody to help you, either at school or at home or both, uh, so that you can get the most out of the subject. I think where oral presentations are concerned, students get really, really frightened and nervous about A, having to stand up in front of their peers and B, having to try and memorise something and then speak it back to the class. One of the major things that uh, students should focus on is actually reading their work out aloud at home more than once. If you can't read something, if you stumble over it, it means it's not written correctly. So straight away there, it gives them a chance to tighten up the document that will still go to the teacher for marking. It'll also, it's like a muscle memory. The more they stand up and talk in public um, or, or recite it in front of their parents or friends, the more comfortable I'll be reciting it in front of the class. If it becomes a real issue and the student feels that they can't cope with talking in front of the class, there are usually... Um, other avenues available that they can discuss with their teacher. It, some students, if they qualify, can record their oral presentation beforehand and then give it to the teacher for marking. If they're looking for resources online, a lot of the there's a lot of resources to do with public speaking and um, what you can do actually with yourself physically and mentally to get prepared to speak in public so that you don't um, just stand there with your mouth hanging open looking frightened the entire time. And I think palm cards probably aren't ideal by the time you're in high school, but if that's the only way you can remember your key points, it's better to do that than to choke and not be able to recall any of the information that you wanted to share. My overall advice on how to succeed at Essential English would be to have a study plan and stick to it. Read your assessment requirements carefully and make sure you understand the key words within that assessment requirement. If you don't understand what's required in an assessment, ask questions. Your teacher is there to guide you. Don't leave assessments until the last minute. I know this should be a no-brainer, but you know. The stress is enormous and the potential to fail is high if you try to uh, complete, especially a, long, a, a longer English assessment in a day or two when it's, you've had two or three weeks to do it. Seek feedback on your drafts to help guide you on your final submission. So don't, don't put in a half-hearted last-minute draft because your teacher will just be busy fixing up basic things that you could have fixed up if you'd given it time and thought about it. Again, if you're struggling, don't be afraid to reach out to teachers or parents to get extra help with your assessment. Thanks for listening to today's Flashcast. If you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to email into us at info at fsedu.com.au and be sure to tune into our social channels so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks. See you next time.